Lake. This is WVLP 103.1 FM, Porter County Buzz. Uh, one of your hosts, Greg Sims. The other host with the least. Uh, you thought I was going to say most, but no. <laughs> Although you did eat a lot of lot of cookies at Christmas time, so I guess you might be the most. I'm feeling the most. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, but anyways, uh, this is Porter County Buzz, and uh, yeah, um, here we go, another week. Let's see, we're sponsored. And I'm Andy Bozak. <laughs> oh, Andy Bozak, that's right. I forgot about you. The, the, the most with the least with the, yeah. Uh, anyways, yeah, the um, sponsor, Independent Order Vodfellows, Check Quick Lodge number 56 in good old downtown Valparaiso, where uh, <clears throat> they're always doing some good stuff for the community. And if you want to get involved, uh, check them out, and because uh, they they love to, they're looking for some good. All the organizations are looking for good people to do some good in the community, and uh, yeah, that might be a might be a fit for you uh, for for you guys listening out there. And so we'll see. Yeah, absolutely, find them on. Uh, if, if you don't know how to find them, you can obviously email us or contact us through the Facebook page. But they also do have a, a Facebook page for the Independent of Out. Odd Fellows um, of Valparaiso. So if you're looking to join that organization, the, the information should be easy to find. Yeah, absolutely. absolutely. And, uh, yeah. And for those of you that... It's Tuesday, and we're getting ready for either a snowstorm that has hit us or <laughs> one that has, has yet to arrive, because we're recording a day before on Monday today. <laughs> yeah, yeah. We'll see what happens. I, I guess we're due. You know, but uh, rest assured, the plows are going to be out and uh, salt is going to be out. So we'll see what happens. Hopefully they can keep up with this uh, this snow and, and traffic isn't so bad and people can get out and do stuff. Yeah, yeah, exactly. We'll see if it even hits. I mean, you know how the weatherman is these days. They, they say it's 6 to 22 inches and then nothing will come. <laughs> right. <laughs> yeah, so, but uh, anyways, yeah. So what else we got? Uh, okay, the uh, county, well, county, city-wise, I know a lot of uh, people have been sworn in to the, those that were elected this past November, so uh, that's kind of cool. So now the new administrations are t- kicking in, Portage, Valpo, uh, and we in the county, well, we're not, uh, although we're not switching up any positions yet, because no elections affected us, but... We do have a reorganization, which means basically we have to elect a president from amongst ourselves, vice president, and the various boards that we serve on and liaison to other departments. So we'll see what happens. Right. And then we'll, we also have a bunch of applicants. So we, as a county council, we get certain appointments to certain boards. For example, um, we've we've get one to the the alcohol beverage board, I believe, mm-hmm. uh, stuff like that. The Porter County Redevelopment Commission. So these these are also things that uh, Wednesday night, so two nights from today, or one night when you're listening to this. Oh, that's right, it is um, Wednesday, yeah, <laughs> yeah, we'll be discussing actually. Um, who's the right fit or who do we believe the right fit for those positions are and, and, and making those appointments too. So that'll be interesting because this year it seems like we've got a lot more applicants than years past. Which is always a good thing, you know, yeah, um, yeah. especially if they're, they're good candidates. Yeah. So hopefully they are. Well, yeah, I mean, I know a few and, and who knows we, and, and just so that people know the, uh, and I'm, I'm trying to find the, uh, the sheet that we got in regards to what's available or what was open or what board I know was one of them. Yeah, um, Pitaboa. Um, mm-hmm. That's where Pitaboa is. A, it's a funny word, but what it is is, for those of you that ever um, you get your tax bill for your property and you don't like it, and you appeal it, and uh, in the appeal process they give you a a number, maybe a new number, maybe they say nope, this is what it is, and you don't like it, you have a chance to go to a well, an unbiased group of people. What is it? Three, I believe, on Peter Boa. Yeah, I don't remember exactly how okay. many. Yeah, and, and I do want to clarify. It's not. It's not a tax thing. It's an assessment thing. Correct. Right. Right. What's the value not, of your home? You're not right. gonna. You, you can't dispute your taxes, but because that's set, that's a calculation. But you can dispute the assessment, which does affect your taxes. Correct. Which, just to clarify. Yeah. Yeah. That's that's where people. My taxes. Well, I'll know your assessment went up. Yes. Absolutely. So you have, it's part of the process, uh, part of, you know, work being in a 
in a republic and you know you have the right to an appeal and this board does it so we we approve people that are on this board that know what they're doing in regards to real estate and all that and values and um yeah so that's Okay. And to clarify that, um, so we get one appointment for PETA BOA, but the, I believe the commissioners gets one, and uh, I don't remember where the other one comes from. So it is kind of a check and balancing. It's not like the county council's appointing all the people on PETA BOA. So there is a check and balance to get some different people from different walks of life as well, which is kind of cool. I, that's why I wanted to point that out. Right. And, and as I'm looking now, let's see here. Okay, so we have Porter County Redevelopment Board. We're looking, we're going to appoint an, a person for that. The uh, alcohol beverage, um, tourism, the park board, Peter Boa, Chesterton. Um, EDC. ED, yes. It, it will eat, well, there's an EDU, and then there's Porter oh. EDC, and then okay. Valpo, or, or is, was that uh, a typo? Should it be EDC? What's EDU? I don't know what EDU. I thought it was Economic Development Committee for EDC, I thought. Yeah, that's in Porter and Valpo has those, but it says Chesterton EDU. Hmm. Yeah, that's, that's a little different. Yeah. But what I find super interesting is so, like, it seems like we have more people applying for jobs, which is great, and uh, applying for appointments. Um, but we also are seeing... You know, as far as next year's or this year, I should say, is a county council race. So at mm -hmm. large, I'll be running this year. And we're already seeing multiple people on both sides of the aisle um, express interest, saying they're going to run. So in the past, where the county council, some of the positions, you know, they, they weren't as fought after. Um, uh, fought as hard for it. it seemed like people kind of you know were running for the town races and then maybe you'd get some people for county things this year it seems like there's a lot more interest and people are now starting to pay attention a little more so that's kind of cool it sucks for me because i got to run against more people but <laughs> i mean it's a good thing for the county and, and the community so I, I don't mean that in a negative light well do we know uh, well, because it, has it been opened up yet for... Uh... I think it's the 9th or the 10th. Okay. It's, I think it's this week. I'm pretty positive that you'll, you'll see people filing this week. Yeah. Yeah. Well, be well again, and, and what happens is it doesn't matter how many names go in for the Republicans or the Democrats because uh, there'll be the primary in May. And then the prime, let's, let's, for the sake of the argument, let's say there's six yeah. people that want to run on the Republican side. Well, then those six... We'll have uh, they'll be on the ballot, but the top three then will will come out and then run in November against the top three Democrat people. If there are three, you know, I mean, if there's right. if there's only two, then then it's two. But uh, I would imagine there's going to be three, at least three on each side that uh, are going to try for the the overall prize of getting onto the council. Yeah. I, I would I would bet so I would believe so and mm -hmm. and I think it's going to be interesting um, it's going to be an interesting battle this year to see what all comes of this and my hope is I mean I know we're going to get some good people out of it whether I win or lose or not we're going to end up with the right people mm -hmm. but my hope is that it doesn't turn negative as some of those races in Valpo had um, towards the end. And, and, you know, <laughs> it is, it is. But, you know when yeah. you can run. Yeah campaigns that you're not dragging people through mud when you're working together as you've always campaigned right. i mean oh, it just absolutely. seems like more of a positive yeah. way and i mean that's how i run it too yeah. you know I, i've never said anything negative about any one of my opponents you know um i i always felt and i'm sure you're the same way that you know this is who i am this is what i'm about this is what i've done this is what i'd hope to do and if you like it, great, you know, click my, my little spot on yeah. the ballot. And if not, then I guess you think someone else can do a better job. But yeah, I, so you run on your own merits, not on right. not against somebody else's negative right. merits or whatever you want to call it, but yeah, yeah. Well, and I just hope that, because I mean, the Velpo race wasn't really messy, don't get me wrong, and I'm not singling anyone out, I'm just saying in general, it did get that, uh, federal election type of feel towards some of the things that were going on. And it's like, holy cow, guys, you know, we, we got to work together and, and, and figure this out, you know, yeah. and try anyway. And, yeah. And I, and I think it's, that's what we've done as far as you and I, I mean, it's communication and mm -hmm. you know, yeah. it's talking together and working together. Well, and, and, and you talked about Valpo. I, I think their meeting is tonight. I'm almost positive meeting is tonight and they're going to elect 
there'll be a new president of the uh, the city council, and it will be a Democrat. Yeah, that'll be cool. So, I mean, that's, uh, that's an interesting changeover. So it's gonna, yeah. when I say cool, it's going to be interesting to see how this all happens tonight. Or I didn't yeah. realize it was tonight, but I know yeah. it's coming up. Yeah. So uh, yeah, they'll. Yeah, it'll be curious. So by the end of the week, we'll know who's kind of controlling the county. Whether you know, and and the well, when is the uh, commissioners meet? Because they've got to select a new president every year. It, you know, and, and for uh, people, yeah. every year the boards have to select a new. Well, it could be a continuing president or a new president, mm-hmm. and and vice president, etc. And uh, so, woo, yeah, the commissioners will be a hot one. Uh, I imagine it's yeah, going to be a Republican. <laughs> just assume that there will be no change there, but that's just me talking from an outsider perspective. I have no idea. You know, yeah, yeah. I really don't know. And, um, and for those that, that you know, again. That, that know how the county works it's the the commissioners work with the council so it's always nice when you've got a a good president on each side or at least presidents that can get along so that there's a little bit more of a smooth uh i don't know, communication and smooth smooth working relationship between the council and the commissioner so hopefully hopefully we'll achieve that you know so yeah yeah and i think that that makes our jobs a lot easier um because when you have that good communication, you're not finding things out in a meeting. And that sometimes can offend you, you know? And I, I'm not talking about you, but I'm just talking about people in general. Yeah. If you're in a position that you have to make decisions and you're finding out information that everybody else knew about for a month now, and you're finding it out the night that you have to vote, 15 minutes before you vote, yeah, that, 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 that'll anger you. <laughs> and so, so just, that's, that's why a good communication between both branches of our county government just it makes sense and makes everyone's jobs easier it doesn't mean you're going to get something done but it means you're on the right path to do that right you know which is yeah it, and it's better for everybody you know and absolutely uh, and we know we've unfortunately uh awesome department heads in this past uh six months or so and you know that has to be addressed in regards to you know the the commissioners will hire new people and and again, hopefully, and, not, and that can't be. I mean, that's that's it's not fair to say. Unfortunately, because you know, some of those people went out and bettered their lives, and, and some of them, it's it's time for change in the county. You know, it's time for that new fresh blood. So it sucks. I, I I'm always one that hates change, but um, it really does kind of freshen things up. So I've, I mean, I know what you're saying, I, but I also see the other side where it's like, okay, now we got fresh ideas. You know, new ideas. Yeah. Well, we'll see how it works out. Yeah, well, I didn't say for sure. <laughs> yeah, but um, yeah. So what else? Uh, let's see here, and then um, and then we are. Let's see. What are we appointing? Well, we're not appointing. We're uh, in charge of our. Yeah, so what we'll do, um, when, when Greg was talking about liaisonships, mm-hmm. um, what we do is every council member, there's seven council members, and there's a thousand departments throughout the county, however many, there's not really a thousand, but you got the prosecutor, you got the highway, you've got the sheriff, you got all these different departments. So when they have a problem or they want to bring something up to the council, the easiest way to approach that is to first approach your liaison. This is the guy that, or girl, that is assigned to... Um, handle your problems directly as a representative of the council. It doesn't mean they can't go to any other council member. It doesn't mean they can't talk to anyone else, but their first discussion usually is with that liaison. And so that's what we're going to be setting is, you know, is Greg going to be liaisons for the courts and the sheriff? And am I going to be a liaison for the highway or this? And so that's what we're discussing now. And again, it doesn't mean nobody, anybody else on the council can't get involved. It's just, that's your main point of contact to start the conversation. And then that liaison should kind of update the rest of the councils of this is what discussions are, you know, and then they can discuss everything else in an open meeting, in a public meeting. Right. And, and here's, yeah, and here's the council appointments that we, we have uh, Community Corrections Advisory Board, NERPC, mm-hmm. Plan Commission, Recycling and Waste District, Emergency Management Agency, uh, the County Council on Aging, Juvenile Justice Advisory Board, Stormwater Advisory Board. So these are these will be represented by members of the council, and and there's some responsibility for those. Um, well, there's responsibility yeah. for all that, but there's a little bit more. And then we have a policy board for the uh, E911, 
and then uh, Redevelopment Commission. Um, let's see here. Alcohol. So Greg, the, Go ahead. the first the first positions Greg was talking about before he started reading the second list. Mm -hmm. Those are council people that historically, for the most part, those are council people that are being appointed to serve these roles. Mm -hmm. These next roles that he's reading off are appointments we make as well, but they are. Citizens, citizens appointments right. and and sometimes just so you guys know that the the law reads you have to have so many republicans or have so many democrats so there are positions that are partisan that we can only appoint a democrat too because that's how the law reads to kind of balance things out so it's not a law we wrote but that's we have to follow the indiana state statutes as well right right and uh yeah so so i guess too for some people listening Sometimes if you go to apply for something, uh, you may you may be asked if you're a Republican or Democrat only because that appointment has to go to a Republican or a Democrat. You know, it's uh, so for those people that feel uncomfortable about saying, you know, what party they might represent or in the last primary elections, what they voted for, then then maybe that's not for you because it's we have to know if you're a Republican minded or Democrat minded for some of those roles. And some of them though are, not very many, but some of them are, it doesn't matter, you know? So, right, right. Uh, but those are few and far between it seems. And it seems like sometimes we'll have a, and I, I couldn't remember the boards or whatnot, but we'll have a Democrat and a, a Republican appointment on, on one board. And depending on when the terms are up, or if that person retired, moved, God mm -hmm. forbid, passed away, um, and we have to replace them, that's why we're looking for specifically Democrats or specifically Republicans. It has nothing to do with us as a council. It has to do with that seat is written for a Republican or a Democrat, and we have to fill it with that same role. Right, right. Yeah, and some boards are a year, some are two years, and some are four. So, yeah. Yeah. Yep. Um, but anyways, yeah, so that's all good. And uh, can you hear that? I don't can you hear that beep. <laughs> so, no, I didn't hear no beep. Was, okay. that, was that your... Uh, yeah, my thing is beeping. So. <laughs> Time to go home? No. <laughs> Battery's done? <laughs> <laughs> Better not. It's been a... It, I, I still have a... After we get done with the radio show, I've got a... a a meeting with Stormwater, and then uh, then I've got an Odd Fellowship meeting tonight, and then hopefully oh, I'll, I'll have a chance to see the uh, part of the football game and watch Michigan win. Oh, that's tonight. Yeah. <laughs> ooh, ooh. Michigan yeah. So when I'm done with you, got me out of the rate. Uh, the the kids are outside right now with a couple other people taking down the lights. So you got me out of that right now. But when I'm done recording this, I got to go out there and help. So. Uh -huh. <laughs> Hey, and I didn't have an announcement um, as far as the exact amount, but what I can say, um, and this is the first time I've said it all year, so it's first, you heard it here first, um, we did beat the $2,500 goal. We didn't get way over it, but we, we collected more than $2,500 for the Caring Place this year, so it's huge for us. We're super excited. No, it's good. Yeah, it's congratulations, and it's, it's good Thank for the you. community that, that participated and uh, gave some money and, and enjoyed some cocoa and hot cocoa and marshmallows and candy canes and the uh, lights and, and sounds and insults by the Grinch. Yeah. <laughs> and I think the best part about it for Greg is that for at least six to seven months, we don't have to talk about it again. <laughs> <laughs> That's true. We, yeah. Maybe in July we'll start hearing about that. Yeah. We, we've got a reprieve till July. Yeah, it's crazy when I think about it. we're taking them down now, and it's like, shoot, in nine months we'll be putting them back up? <laughs> well, that's, that's where you need to just start getting lights that are indicative of the holidays coming. Like, just leave oh, the, the red ones up for Valentine's and then uh, the green <laughs> ones up for uh, St. Patrick's. And then, and then the red and the white and maybe pop in some blue, and you know, for uh, 4th of July, you know. Yeah, and, and Easter's it, early this year, too. Easter? Yeah, Easter's be, coming up. Yeah. Or early. Yeah. yeah. Multicolors for that. And then you got Halloween go orange and black. So you can keep the same things up. It's just, you know, well, a couple here and there to switch it out. <laughs> I love the idea. If I didn't have to mow the grass, I'd be in. Because <laughs> <laughs> you got your skeleton. Is a skeleton staying up? I, I'm thinking so. Right now, we're still debating because we got to decorate it for what would be the next holiday? Well, Valentine's Day? Valentine's, yeah. Yeah, so if we decide to, we're going to have to decorate a valentine. I'm not leaving a skeleton in my yard just to be a weird 
skeleton random. It's got to be decorated at least for every holiday if we're going to do it. <laughs> you know, what's funny is, is there are people that uh, there's one uh, downtown Valpo right by uh, one of the schools off of Calumet and Morgan there. Um, they they have one or two and they decorate that's them cool. all year. Yeah, yeah. So it's oh, kind of that's neat. cool. Just get a uh, get a bow and arrow and some little wings on the back and and you got Cupid. That's a good idea. That's yeah. that's not a hard one to be honest. Yeah. Yeah, and that'd be yeah, it'd be cool. And then of course, then put a top hat and a beard, a, an orange beard on for Val or for uh, St. Patrick's, and maybe a. Oh, I thought you were going to say Lincoln's birthday. Whose who's birthday? <laughs> Lincoln's birthday. Oh. You said top <laughs> Oh, yeah, you can do that. Yeah. Be a little patriotic going. George Washington's February 22nd. That's coming up. That's, Ooh, that's and right then I could reuse that costume for Election Day. There you go. There you go. <laughs> see, see all the possibilities you have. See, so just think of all the different decorations. Just think of themes and just keep them up. Right. No, now I'm thinking about putting it in the back of my car and driving around with a vote for Bozak sign in his hands. How cool would that be? So you want you want people to, to look at a, a dead a skeleton and voting for somebody? Hey, be creative, why not? You know, and, and right, look, right. it all works. To get oh people to look these days, my goodness, you got to do something crazy. But now remember, if you put that skeleton on the back of your truck or something or on top, it, it's gonna—it's not gonna fit under Viadox. It'll smack right off. That's true. Too tall. And it won't match the pink stripes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, for those of you who don't know what we're talking about, uh, Andy does drive a black. It's not a Cadillac, but it sure looks like one. But it's got pink stripes on it. Yes. So you, you see a black SUV with pink stripes. It's Bozak. You know, I still haven't had my car back since uh, oh my oh my before God. Thanksgiving. Bozak Ford still has it. They're still doing warranty work on it. Oh my God. Well, which I haven't called once to complain. Not once because I'm I'm in a brand new car with <laughs> with like zero mileage. It's got a thousand miles on it now, and, but and better gas mileage. And better gas mileage, so. <laughs> and I can only fit five, so like if all the kids want to go with me somewhere, I'm like, sorry, one of these out. <laughs> yeah, put them on the roof. Yeah. Strap them down like a Christmas tree. Yeah. You know? Or they have those racks that go on the back. I don't know if you've got a trailer hitch on the back of that thing. But, oh, uh, those are, yeah, you mean the, uh, what are they called? The shin killers or whatever? <laughs> yeah, I guess so. Yeah. I, I doubled over one of those. I was, we had one for vacation that came out of your hitch. Yeah. And it's that flat bar, and we had put uh, totes on it to go down to Tennessee, and we took the totes off, and I'm coming out, you know, after I'm loading the car, and I forgot it was there. <laughs> and, I mean, I not only bashed up my leg really, my shin really bad, but I went head over heels. Like my, <laughs> it was like a cartoon. I was like, oh, my goodness. Tom and Jerry has nothing on you. I know. <laughs> well, yeah, I am. I'm clumsy. <laughs> Yeah, but it's, yeah, so all those things going on. Holy cow! And uh, so this, this too. Um, I imagine your holidays was good and that's basic. Thank you. Yeah, yeah, really, lots of family time, and I mean, what more can you ask for? Yeah, and New Year's Eve. I don't know. Are you a resolution guy? No, not really. Yeah, I, I, I'm always trying to make myself better. I don't need a year day of the year to tell me that. No, I'm always <laughs> trying to make myself fail. better. Yeah, yeah. Right. <laughs> I'm trying. You don't need to doing it. <laughs> you, you can fail all by yourself. You don't need a resolution <laughs> to tell you you failed. Well, yeah. when I was younger, I used to do resolutions, and then it would be like, "Well, I'm going to quit smoking." All right. Well, I'll just wait. A t I'll wait a month or two because you know January one's coming, and then yeah, I would quit smoking anyway. So it was. I use it as an excuse. So I got away from that personally. But did you? Did you no. do any resolutions? No, no. I. I you know, again, I used to years ago when they never, you know, you never materialize. So it's like, you know what? Eh, it doesn't matter. If, if I had a point where every year I did one and it was achieved and, and stayed <laughs> achieved, then I can see continuing that. But nah, you know, it's, it is what it is, you know. So I agree. I, I need to lose weight. I know that. I don't need January 1 to tell me that. <laughs> <laughs> Well, I think just about everybody gains weight over the holidays, don't they? You know, you eat some cookies and you have little get-togethers and parties, and it seems like a lot of times you're just eating because when people get together, they just eat. And, yeah, uh, and then you move less, too. Yeah. So, like, not only am I eating and drinking, but I'm not moving as much either. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So, well, 
I, I imagine, you know what though, I, I imagine the health clubs and the other people, the new diets, boy, they really benefit because some people go, my resolution is to join a health club and then they join it, but after a month they don't go back, you know, but they still pay those dues, which, you know, hey, I'm, I'm sure the uh, Planet Fitness and the Y and all those places appreciate that, but. Yeah. Yeah, I'd be interested to know what happens in January. Do they I, I assume they see a giant spike of memberships and then over the next few months people either forget to cancel or they cancel and you start to see them go back down or is it I, I wonder what they actually see as far as January one. Yeah, that's a good question. Uh, yeah, I, I have no idea. Uh I'm sure they would you know, they'd give you some information, they wouldn't give it all, you know, but they right, might say, right. Yeah, you see a spike, you know, a little bit and attendance goes up a little bit or maybe the people that just work out they go dang it's the beginning of the year that means all these people are going to come but they'll be gone in two weeks so it'll be okay you know we're just, oh that's a good point yeah i've been working out for eight months of the year and now all of a sudden i got all these schmoes in here that want to show up <laughs> yeah i didn't think of that side of things yeah people get a little uh, I, I guess we'll call it selfish you know you're get used to it it's, but we see that everywhere you know it's i, I remember years ago I took a group of uh, kids to the uh, Chicago and we took the South Shore. And some mm -hmm. people were really upset that when, when we got on and we sat down, we, we took their so-called seats, even though it's public, you know, and there aren't really any seats. It's, it's for anybody, but yeah, they've, been, yeah. they've been going that route for, for years and they've always sat in that seat. No one's ever sat down and how dare someone start now? And you're like, dang, that's a, you know, I get it. But it's not it's not right for people to be upset about some public people paying the same amount of money you are to get on these things. But that's how it is, you know. But I get it too. Yeah, I have to like, get out of my seat, boy. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah, yeah. Who let these kids on anyway? Shouldn't they be in school? You know, uh, they're on a field trip. No, they shouldn't go on field trips. It's a waste of money. Oh, okay. And, and, I feel like that's what's going on in the schools now. Like I think Gabriella may or may not have a field trip this year and she's in fifth grade. I was like, dude, you should have field trips. What the heck? At least one a year. Yeah. Well, I, I will tell you, and, and unfortunately we know there are some school districts that, that really have that uh, no no trip policy, which... Oh, there is such a thing? Yeah. And, and a lot of it is, is well, now it, sometimes it's a uh, lack of school, but, you know, all the, all the school systems need drivers and... Um, oh, Buses. I didn't think of that. Yeah. A bus problem, and then you know uh, you have a situation of liability. You know, seems everyone seems to be so happy nowadays. So it, unfortunately, it seems like it's just easier to say no or just don't schedule them and mm -hmm. and hope nobody uh, you know mentions it. But I don't know. I I've always felt that in more often than not, it seems like when you look back on the year and you ask kids, you know, what was the funnest thing or what was good and if a field trip came up, the odds are they're going to see a field trip in the top, you know, one or two answers. Right. So, and so that's a memory that, that they're going to remember when they're older. And my yeah. kids do that now. Like Aiden and Ava, so the field trip for kindergarten, they get a couple field trips. So one of them was they went to the fire station in Chesterton. And I went with Aiden, you know, as a, a chaperone. I went with Ava as a chaperone. And then when Bella came... My wife forgot to tell me it was up, and we're still fighting over that because I didn't get to go with Bella. Um, Maybe it but was then by when design. Abby's, <laughs> it probably was. Um, but when Adley's came up this year, they actually didn't have chaperones. I was oh. very disappointed. I was like, seriously? I'm just going to meet you guys there then. <laughs> like, dang it. Yeah. Yeah. It's, no, I, didn't, I did not meet them there. I was joking. I didn't do that. Yeah. <laughs> but I wanted to. No, things have changed. Well, you know, I grew up in Chicago, and uh, when we had field trips at my school, we had no school buses. So we actually met. Now, it wasn't so inconvenient. We would meet downtown in the, the, the I say professor, but it was a teacher. The teacher would have his little little note card, and, and he'd mark us off if we were there or not. And, okay, oh. here we go. And then at the end of the field trip, it'd be like, you know, say 3 o'clock or whatever. And he goes, okay, you guys are... Uh, you're free. Go ahead and do whatever. And sometimes we hang out a little bit more in the city, you know, downtown, and then get on the transportation and go home, or, or some would just go home right away. I mean, but that's I, looking back, and no one thought anything of it. That that's just, you know, we took public transportation to get to school anyway. So what was the big deal about yeah. today? Instead of going to school and then going somewhere, we just went right to you know downtown uh, to the daily. Is that how Chicago is now? Do they have school buses or do they have? 
Yeah. They take the public transportation. Yeah, some of the uh, the public schools do now, and um, the Catholic schools, some of them offer it as uh, you know as extra. But but for the most part, if you go to a, a parochial school, you get there by yourself. Um, you know, on your oh, own. Okay. Uh, so yeah, it that that's a hit and miss. Um, which which again, it never I don't know never bothered us. It never we never thought about it. But you know, because early on. Before they had what we call the busing, you know, everyone went to their neighborhood school, and it was walking distance. So, you know, uh, you, you walk four blocks to your elementary school, and at lunch you walked home, and then you came back. You know, we didn't have mm-hmm. we didn't have cafeterias back then to where you you could go eat. And uh, over time they did, but I was long gone after that. Um, so it's kind of it, it's interesting how things you know kind of morph, but but again. Eh, you know, field trips are important, or I, I guess depends on where you go. You know, like, uh, well, here's the Oh, well, yeah. You know, uh, <laughs> I was in, um, just this past week, uh, I went to the Field Museum. No, the Science and Industry. I always confuse them. It was the Science and Industry. And uh, we saw the Pompeii no, exhibit. Those are not confusable, by the way. They are completely different. One's super boring and one's fun. <laughs> <laughs> Plus the names. The names, you know, sometimes no, I'm like, okay, I saw Pompeii. Did I see it in the field? Or no, I saw it in the, in the science and industry. But uh, Which is kind of weird because wouldn't you think Pompeii would be more history kind of field museum kind of stuff mm-hmm. you know, than, than it was science and industry. But uh I, yeah, I don't know. It, it worked, but we we parked, you know, uh, two blocks away. It was free parking, and it was awesome. And uh, what, what you a got great free parking? Park. Yeah, I found a street that had free parking down there. That's awesome. It was. I was on my way to to Spot Hero, where it was going to ch- cost me, I think it was twelve bucks. Twelve bucks? Yeah, mm-hmm. it was twenty two at the the museum parking lot, and Spot Hero is twelve. And as I was approaching. I'm like, wow, this row here is all free. And I even asked a guy because I was kind of a little paranoid. I'm like, is this free parking? Absolutely. Cool. Parked right. That is cool. And, you know, went in. So, um, but it was it was a nice exhibit. It was uh, it was pretty cool. And uh, and then they had some, you know, airplanes and some other stuff and cars and, you know, the things that I hadn't seen like forever. They had the coal mine was still there. I'd been in it when I was a kid, but I didn't. I, the, the disappointing thing is uh, so cool. <laughs> all these things are extra. You know, it used to be one fee and you go into everything. Now it's, uh, well, a fee gets you into the museum and then another fee gets you. Because, like, yeah, without disclosure, yeah, it's no big deal because it's all public. But, I mean, two of us went there and to get in the museum and see Pompeii was $87. And that's crazy. And that's you, you try to take kids there, and I know they're a little cheaper price, but uh, it doesn't. It's not yeah. attractive. No. And like you said, yeah, to go into the museum, it's a little costly, but I can afford that. But the the add-ons, they yeah. get you with these yeah. add-ons. Oh, I can only imagine if people went to the Pompeii and then went to the coal mine and went to the U five hundred five and all the and yeah, the submarine. Stuff. That's really oh, cool. But yeah, that could be a you know a couple hundred dollar day, and like going to the Cubs game. Holy cow! Right, just to go to a, a public museum, which is kind of sad. <laughs> yeah, well, and unfortunately, since we live in Indiana, sometimes uh, they do have uh, uh, cheaper rates for residents of oh, Illinois. That and makes sense. There are free dates for residents of you know Illinois, and it's like curses, but that's okay. I'd still, I, I still would rather live where I live. I'm okay. I agree. <laughs> you know? I agree, and I love. I mean, I love the science. I mean, the building itself is beautiful. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Just the architecture and everything. Because that was, wasn't that part of the World Fair at one absolutely. point? Absolutely. Yeah. Yep, yep. And, and, too, and you can bring your own food and stuff in there, too. That was kind of nice. So, oh, I didn't realize that. Yeah. So we had our, you know, we brought some lunch and sat at the table. And, and it was, no, it was it was a nice day. I, I really wanted to see Pompeii, that exhibit. I'm glad I did. and. Uh, the only the only negative which I thought was going to happen and it did was now it just kind of gives you that urge to go to Italy and see the real <laughs> Pompeii, you know. That'd be so cool. And I don't know if that'll ever happen, but it's that might be a bucket list thing. You know, we talked about resolutions. That wouldn't be a resolution. That'd be a bucket list. You know. Well, doesn't your wife fly planes? 
She can yeah. get your ticket out there. Yeah, or she can't. Do you not get them overseas? Oh, that's what I was wondering. Very well. There's a way to do it, but she has yet to figure it out, and she's only worked in the airlines for five years. So you know. Oh, uh, it's first come, first serve type well, of thing. I, I don't know how to work. I just sit back and I go, whatever. I, you know, that's all I can do. So, uh, but, but anyways, yeah. So, uh, some cool things happening and, um, you know. What's the update on the goats? Uh, it's cool. They're, they're all, uh, all the ladies are pregnant. They're, uh. Are they they really? Yeah. They should have at least two. Some might have three kids. At uh, once? Yeah. 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 Okay. And so the herd, and, and it'll probably be, we're thinking May. Is when the uh, herd will increase in size from from nine to who knows uh, twenty five thirty. We'll see. Did you have to do something to get them to inseminate, or like, did you do that? No, naturally. We, or? Yeah, we got a we got a Billy. <laughs> we call him Billy. We got a male, oh, okay. and and Billy had he fun with the ladies, work. and he did his job, <laughs> and at least it looks like he did his job because they're. They're eating a lot more. They're getting a lot fatter, and uh, they're drinking <laughs> a lot of water. And according to the goat people, that's a good sign of yeah, they're probably pregnant. So awesome. So we'll see cool. how that goes. But we've got a you know the they're they're costing a little bit more because they're eating a little bit more hay because the you know the grass <laughs> and stuff they're eating outside is kind of you know all gone and snow covered. So uh, yeah. It's it, it's been pretty cool, and and I'll tell you, I still enjoy going up there because it's again, no secret, it's, it's in Whitewater, so it's three hours away, but still, it's not a bad drive, and you know, um, it's a, a cool little town. It's almost like Valpo was like thirty years ago, kind of. That's what. Oh, that's nice. And um, yeah, and and seeing the seeing the ladies, and they eat a lot of fruit, and oh my God, I gave them pineapple the other day. They ate it all. They ate two pineapples, actually. Yeah. Uh, are they, are goats, they eat Christmas trees, too, right? Yeah. Yeah, it's funny you said that, because uh, I didn't have, you know, the Christmas tree that we had was artificial, so I couldn't give him that, but uh, in one of the last uh, last week when we had a snowstorm, one of my uh, pine trees in the back, a couple branches broke, so I trimmed those off, and, and they ate on that uh, this past weekend. So, oh, that's cool. Yeah, yeah, I saw a guy on Facebook looking for Christmas trees, and he was feeding them to his goats. That's how I knew that. I never knew that was a thing. That was new to me. Yeah, yeah, it's kind of funny. Um, but yeah, they uh, they really and you throw the whole tree in there, and they just kind of nibble it all up, you know. That kind of thing. so there was a, a a Christmas tree on Route 30 in the center island, and I looked at it this morning as I drove by. I'm thinking. Eh, do I pull over and throw it in the back of the truck? Eh. <laughs> yeah, for the goats. Uh, I don't know. That would be awesome. I haven't done it. I'm sure it's still sitting there. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, I, I, I guess I, sometimes I get a little protective, too. Like if you had one I, and you weren't used, you know, if you're getting rid I would take it. But to find one on the side of the road, I'm not sure if people, you know, sprayed it with something because I don't want to get my goats yeah, and yeah. you know, not not that people are doing harmful things with their Christmas trees is just I I don't know, and it's not worth. You better be safe. Yeah, yeah. The investment we have in the goats is pretty pretty significant, so you know, want to you want to protect them, you know. So. No, yeah, I want to hear. I want to hear when you have to start selling them because you've got too many. That's what oh, I'm. Hoping. <laughs> I tell you, yeah, we're we're looking for a. Uh, it's kind of funny you said that. We're starting to look for a a, a trailer now, a livestock trailer, and. Oh, to move them around. Yeah. And they're they're not cheap, uh, like anything Are they really? nowadays. Yeah. Well, you know, it, it it all comes. Do you want aluminum? Do you want to, you know, how big? And you know, uh, do you want to use one with somebody else's problems, or if they didn't take care of it, or how? You know what? And gone, son of a gun. I don't know. And then one lady offered me her uh, her livestock trailer. It was awesome, but it was a fifth wheel, and I'm, my truck is not oh. set up, and I don't want to go out and set it up as a fifth wheel. So. No, that's quite an investment to change over. Plus, then you got that in the back of your bed. Right. And where are you going to store this big thing? You know, we don't need something that big. So right. Right. there's a lot of like going, yeah, well, we still have some time. We don't have much, but we still have some time. We'll figure it out. And uh, <laughs> <laughs> I think. <laughs> well, yeah. You oh, just, the, if you can't figure it out, you, you've got a lot of land up there. This costs you more to feed them. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I know. <laughs> well, we, we better have a good, well, we're probably going to increase the size of the uh, the areas. We're going to, you know, extend out gates and, and fences and stuff so that the, 
the goats have more of an area next year to uh, graze on. Oh, uh, yeah. You know, so we thought, yeah, well, again, it's all. You guys need a hay cutter, it sounds like, to save your own hay for the winter. Yeah, but the, the way the land is, though, there's really not much room to to put hay, you know, to. to uh, it's, it's hilly or something. That crop out there, yeah. Because it's, oh. it's a little bit hilly. It's We have creeks that run through, and there's a lot of trees and stuff. Um, it's. Where, where the goats are now in the two pastures, um, that's about as, as, you know, we can expand it a little bit, maybe six to 10 feet around, but that's- Oh, that's it, okay. Yeah, not see, much. So we're, oh, yeah, we're, we're stuck to- Guys, guys check back in our show in July. You're gonna hear Greg <laughs> pull his hair out. I've got 52 goats and I don't know what to do with them. <laughs> <laughs> I know. Well, we had a uh, one of the uh, ladies came by uh, yesterday that we got the goats from, and she was saying that she you know she needs and her goats are going to be giving birth in February, and she said, "Yeah, you guys got to come out so you know I do it, and hopefully you don't have to put on the gloves." I go, "What are you talking about?" Wait, <laughs> Wait what? Yeah, <laughs> they don't do this naturally. <laughs> well, every once in a while, I guess something happens, and they got to reach in and and adjust oh. or something or pull out, and I'm like. Yeah, that's not really my thing. <laughs> this is my brother's problem. <laughs> so we'll see what happens. But it's like, holy cow! Yeah, it's going to be one heck of a. It's already been an experience, and uh, we'll 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 have more down the road. But yes, absolutely. Yeah. Can't wait to hear these stories. <laughs> I, I I will tell you, there was a while I thought about getting some miniature goats, but I don't I don't think that's going to happen. <laughs> wait, the pygmies are off the table. This is what I've been waiting for. I, I think they might be off the table. Well, because you've got to you've got to tend to them every day. It's not like you can. Uh, you know, and and the way the property is in, in Valpo here, it's just yeah. And and if I go spend time up in Wisconsin where the other goats are, I I have no way of. Well, I guess you could bring them up there, but you need to go babysitter. <laughs> Jeff, I only knew somebody who had a bunch of little kids doing nothing. I was huh. just thinking, no, because here's what would happen is Bella would love that, who wants to be a teacher or a veterinarian. Yeah. She would come home with a damn goat. I'd be like, get out of here. We can just store it at your place. We yeah, that's that. what would happen. <laughs> they become part, like we talked, they'd be yeah. part of the manger scene next year. <laughs> yeah, so we'll, we'll see what happens. I mean, I guess it's not totally off the table, but it's, it's a little bit, you know, it, it's more off now than it was before. So we'll see. Maybe. Well, I thought you were a little crazy talking. I mean, I love the idea, but I mean, there's a, that's a commitment. It's a, it's a commitment for as much as you travel and do all this stuff. So, yeah. But I'm glad I'm glad to hear it's not completely off the table. <laughs> <laughs> no, you know what? I bet if I saw one, I'd be like, oh, okay, I'll figure it all out. All right. Because, <laughs> uh, yeah, we'll, we'll see. There's a lady in Rensselaer that invited me out there when she has her little, the kids and, and they're, they're the miniatures. And it's like, oh, we'll see. But, and they're like kitten size or like mi- no, dog like little size? dog, little dog, dog size. Dog okay. Now. Yeah. So it's yeah because they can get a little bit big for being small. You know, I guess it depends on how much they eat and all that stuff too. But yeah, they're not. It's more like a medium sized dog or less. Do you know about them? Are they naturally occurring somewhere, or were they bred to be small? Uh, Ooh, you know, good question. That I don't know. I I don't know. I, I know. You know, when you have small ones and they they mate, they they maintain. You know, small. You know, small. you don't get like a a big one coming out of it. It's all uh, you know small stuff. But I I don't know if they were bred that way somewhere down. You know, way back when and. Yeah, I, a lot of that genetic stuff is crazy. You know, just like the other day, someone said that lemons were created. I. I didn't know that. You know, it was like a. I heard that. Is that true? Is that well? According to this article, and in this article I was reading, it's kind of funny because we're talking about goats. It was, uh-huh. you know, I was like, what what foods can goats eat and stuff? And and they mentioned a whole bunch of citrus, and in the article of this thing was talking about how lemons weren't always lemon. I mean, they were created. They 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 didn't uh-huh. exist. You know, you go back in time a thousand years and you won't see any lemons anywhere. And I'm like, well, that's, that's kind of weird. Yeah. So uh, I've seen the things on the watermelon, how they, they bred the watermelon to be more meaty oh, and how yeah. like watermelons back in the 1800s were 
pretty much all rind and with a little bit of sweetness, but they've kind of bred that out, oh. which is kind of crazy because I'm thinking if I'm in the 1800s and I had this regular watermelon <laughs> and, I, and I have this super watermelon, yeah. I'd be pretty scared to eat the super watermelon. Like, that ain't real, but now it's real to us. <laughs> yeah. But, you know, it, it's funny you said that because it seems like whenever they – and maybe that's where the movies need to start changing it. You know, when they go back in time – you, you see normal things like normal food, within reason, normal foods, you know. Yeah, but wouldn't yeah. it be kind of cool if they across the board said, okay, this is the only food that they would be available in this area at that time. And you're going, dang, that's like nothing. I, you know, I wouldn't go back in time for anything or, oh, well, gosh, no. you know, no air conditioning, no, no medicines like we have today and no, I don't know. My biggest thing, and I think about it every morning is I couldn't imagine not having a warm shower every day. <laughs> like if the apocalypse happens yeah. or the, the zombie, the zombie apocalypse. Apocalypse. Yeah. yeah, and I can't shower every day, you might as well kill me right now because I don't want to live. Well, you can shower, just might not be hot. Yeah, that's yeah, that's part of the shower. <laughs> no, that, that's I've often told people that too. It's because where I live, you know, we've got well and septic, and if we lose power, I lose water, and that, oh, yeah. that is the one thing I I can care less about electricity. Um, you know, uh, that doesn't bother me. Air conditioning doesn't bother me. Heat doesn't bother me. Water just just don't take away yeah. my water, and uh, so I'm with you on that. I, I yeah, especially when you can't flush your toilets. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, or you know, well, when we've lost you know before, if it was snowing out, then you'd melt the the snow, and then that would would run your toilets and stuff. But because you yeah, I remember doing that. Yeah. Because my parents were on well water when we first moved to Chesterton, and we lost power, and it was that snowstorm, and oh. Or two thousand, or ninety eight, ninety nine, somewhere around there, where we lost power for like two or three days, yeah. and that's what we had to do. We we had to melt the water to flush the toilets, but also to warm us up. <laughs> <laughs> well, get the steam going off the stove. Yeah. See, now the last two houses I've had, we've had a fireplace. So, I, I guess you know, as long as it's not too cold where the pipes freeze, but you know, if we lose power and it gets, you know, you can always turn the fire on, but. Yeah, that's or not nice. turn it on. I mean, you, you have the fireplace, you know, with the wood and stuff. But yeah, it's kind of curious how uh, how things are, and and uh, we'll see where we go. You know, in another twenty years from now, I I'm more curious about where we're going to be with automobiles in the next twenty yeah. or thirty years. You yeah. know, um, I was just reading today that uh, so CES is going on the Consumer Electronics Show in Vegas. Mm -hmm. It's every year, and they talk about all the new. This is where like all the new technology comes out and stuff, and they kind of present it. One of the car manufacturers, and I forget which one, is supposed to be unveiling a car that has a vertical takeoff and landing of some sort. <laughs> now that's the, again, these are future things, but yeah. you know, they're supposed to be, something's coming. You know, finally. The but Jetsons yeah, I'm sorry. Are here. I, yeah, I, I don't mean to take it over, but yeah, what were you going to say? Because I agree with you. Oh, yeah, no, it's just that, you know, everyone's talking about, you know, how in 20 years everything will be electric, and I, I still doubt that, you know, like battery-powered. I, I still think we're going to have gasoline, and uh, especially if the gas prices, heck, I was in Wisconsin, well, yeah, yesterday, and it was, I, I filled up for $2.37. Oh, really? my gosh, yes. It was awesome. See, and that's crazy because they, I thought up here, up north, we get the winter blends because yeah. it's winter yeah. and then you, it costs more. So that's pretty damn good. I was pleasantly surprised and uh, I keep it coming because I'm, right now I'm driving my truck that gets, well, it got 15 miles a gallon going up there, which shocked me, you know, how, how usually it's not that good. Yeah. But, but yeah, and uh, I just hope it stays. I mean, that would be nice. It would be nice for our pocketbooks and everything else. And uh, I said, who knows? But part what of do you think is going to happen? It's an election year, so doesn't prices of gas historically usually go up or down? I, I forget which one it is. So yeah. is it, isn't there historic figures that show it goes down the year of an election year? Or? I don't know. I never. I heard I, something about that before. I, I know whoever's in office would like to see the economy be as as stable as possible so that yeah. it can't be an argument to, you know, knock them out of office, you know, like here, you know, but I, I don't know when it's an open election. I don't know, you know, when the, the president is timed out and it's going to be somebody new no matter what. I don't know. Um, I try not to. There's so many factors, quite honestly, dealing with the price of gas and price of yeah, stuff. Yeah, you're right. 
that sometimes it just gets crazy and sometimes maybe it just gets too political where people you know they don't like this person running or this person in office or whatever that you want to call it so anything going against them is going to be the that person's fault you know and right and that's not what i was trying to bring up just so you know no, oh, no, no 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 and i, and I didn't i didn't i, I didn't misinterpret okay, that way but good. but yeah so i i don't know but you're right it, it, there are certain times where there's like patterns and stuff you see and um yeah i don't know i just i just here's hope what i never understood is how does the price of oil this uh price per what is it called the um Price where they per talk barrel? about the oil. price per barrel, the barrel yeah. price. Yeah, uh-huh. that goes down, and then I go to my pump, it fill up the next day, and it went up. Like, how yeah. does it correlate? Yeah, the only the only thing I can say about that is is okay. The, like the price of barrel right now is like seventy bucks a barrel. I just looked at okay. it this morning. It's kind of funny we're talking about it. And um, but sometimes refineries go down. So if if the refinery that feeds us more off, you know, because we we get a lot of our fuel from whiting. So if mm-hmm. something happens to the whiting refinery, then that's going to affect us more than, say, down in Texas I, or somewhere that makes else. Sense. Yeah. You know, that makes so sense. so we don't want any refineries going down. We don't want anything negative. We want the barrel as low as it possibly can be, and and then we should be, and we want our taxes <laughs> low on our fuel. You know, all that stuff because sometimes that kicks in, the fuel surcharges. You know, like uh, you know, the state tax, the the, the federal tax. It's like son of a gun. What the heck? You know. So I don't know. I mean, it's that that government overreach again, you know, in our pockets every time. Darn government. Well, and that's so, and and I know that's been um, a contentious topic is they talk about the fuel tax and all this, the taxes that are on it and how electric cars aren't having to pay that because that tax is assessed to us at, at the pump. So if you're not pumping any gas, but still using the road, you're not paying a, a roadway usage tax. Well, and I know. I think Illinois did something where they're now charging for that. Yeah, they they well, usually charge when they charge more to get their license plates. That's what they're doing. So yeah, so the, they're going to get some fee. But but now that being said, you know, let's say they charge a hundred bucks a year. Well, would if you have a car, are you paying more than a hundred dollars in taxes when you purchase the fuel? I I don't know that. You know, right. I mean, they had to come up with a number somehow. But I, I imagine people that drive the big like the truck like mine or some that get ten miles a gallon, you know, or like yours, you're going to be spending more in fuel. So actually, you're See, this is where it seems unfair, quite honestly. The footprint of your vehicle is no bigger than a lot of other vehicles that get better gas mileage. So their tax, they're paying less in taxation than you because their gas mileage is better. Right. So that, where's where's the fair, you're, you're putting the same wear and tear on the road. How right. does that compute, you know? Or, or one of my, and we can talk about this because this one just beats the crap out of me, you know, if, if Porter County does not have a um, wheel tax. A, a wheel tax, and if it does get implemented, my problem is going to be uh, if you've got multiple vehicles for one driver, you should only be taxed once because you're only driving one car at a time. You know why should but, you, you know why should you pay for every vehicle when every vehicle is not on the road at one time? I, you know, I would. I'm not disagreeing with you, but on another side of that coin. That, say I own four vehicles mm-hmm. and there's four drivers in my house. Now I'm going to register them all to me and I'll let my wife drive one. I'll let my kid drive one. But they're still being driven just as much as any other oh, vehicle. I, I, I'll say it should be driver. Yeah. So charge $25 per driver and that'll cover it. Oh, per drive. Well, yeah. you know it's what I mean? technically $100 per driver because it's $25 per wheel. So <laughs> I think Portage and Valpo did. Oh, then I did? Okay. But you know what I mean? I, 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 would, yeah. I don't disagree with, with, with what you yeah. say. I think that's fair, you know? Um, so, but... So it's a reporting nightmare for semi-trucks, but one of the interesting <laughs> things that semi-drivers have to do um, is they have IFTA. So it's the, 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 the IFTA tax. It's an IFTA tag, and it means you're tax-free. So when our drivers fill up for, for diesel, they're not paying any taxes on diesel right then. They pay taxes when they fill, fill out their mileage report at the end of each week to tell what states they've driven in and how many miles they've driven in that state. And then the tax is figured out based on that. Every state has their own tax. So what was happening is, so our drivers run Chicago to Detroit a lot. Yeah. So they were fueling up in Indiana because Indiana's got the cheapest taxes so and the cheapest fuel. So right now, yeah, fuel up in Indiana. But they're only running, what, 
30 miles in Indiana or 40 miles in Indiana because of the, the roadway span there. Yeah. So they weren't able to offset enough for their taxes and ended up owing a lot more because they didn't fuel correctly. So what they want, what they really need to do is once a week fuel a little in Illinois to offset the little miles they're doing there, fuel a little in Indiana, and then get most of their fuel in Michigan. Oh, my God. That's crazy. But figure that out. God. Right. No, thank you. But so, it actually does assess a, wow. a tax based on what you're doing in that state. So it actually, that one does make sense. I mean, it's a reporting nightmare. It's a mess. I'm not saying to do that. But at least then you, you're paying for the miles that you actually drove. Yeah, yeah. And that's, again, I, I'm all about fair. I've got no problem with fair. But, but let's just, you know, let's be fair, you know. And, yeah. and, and one person came up to me and said, well, hey, if you've got seven, seven cars, then you can afford it. No, why, why are we assuming that? You know, those, those cars might have been, you know, you get them cheap and you fix them up and you, you put a lot of work into them. So now you're going to get punished because you know how to work on cars or fix cars or, you know, whatever. I, it, it's almost like it goes back in time when I used to see people that if, if they had a, they said they had a Cadillac, and because that one really comes to mind, and people say, "Wow, you're rich." Well, have you seen yeah. the Cadillac? It's 20 years old. It's all dented and rusted, and it's barely <laughs> running. But it's a Cadillac, you know. So we gotta we gotta stop assuming things just because. And I don't know. I don't know if that would happen, but it's a nice uh, nice thing to try for. Maybe it actually be a resolution for some of these people. Don't assume things from other people. Yeah, you know? you're right. Well, and that's the other thing. So as we as a county, we decide to pack if. And I don't know if this is even being talked about. It hasn't been talked about with me. No. But if we were discussing no. it, we would be passing it just for the county. So, okay, I vote yes on it. Well, I didn't I didn't just put a tax on me because I live in Burns Harbor, and Burns Harbor would have to enforce that tax if they wanted to do so. Yeah. So, you know, it's not – It's I, I would hate voting for it at, at all anyway because, again, I'm, I'm voting for a tax that wouldn't even be on me in general. Yeah, see, I'm, I'm, see, I'm against. The only time I'd even be remotely in favor of any taxation is if you exhausted every opportunity yeah. to, to to try and solve what you're trying to solve it with money. Because too many places, and we seem to hear about it in Chicago and some other places where as soon as they have a problem, oh, just raise taxes. Oh my God, well, yeah. why is it your easy go to raise taxes? It's people are taxed to death. No. You know, well, and, and it's easy. It's an easy sell. Like, yeah, oh, Greg, it's yeah. I'm I'm increasing taxes, but it's only going to cost the average taxpayer an extra ten dollars a year. Okay, that makes sense. Let's do it. And then the next year, same thing. The next year, same. So now you've increased the taxes hundreds of dollars over a few years, but you yeah. sold it as a small increase. Yeah. You know. Yeah, and and you know we got to know people. People need to live and and. Yes. You know, you want to be happy and they want to be able to go buy Christmas gifts. And, and that's the other thing, too. Now these credit card bills are going to be coming in and woo, some people are going to be really upset because they got to figure out how to pay for this credit card bill that they felt they needed to increase because of the Christmas gifts and stuff. So, yeah. Yeah. But, yeah uh, especially with interest rates going up, that hurts worse. Yeah. My gosh, and we only have a couple minutes left, and and I forgot we uh we haven't said this is WVLP one hundred three point one Porter County Buzz <laughs> for probably uh, fifty minutes. Oh, good. So, we did good and, today. Yeah, yeah. We caught it before we forgot. <laughs> Sponsored by the Independent Order of Odd Fellows, Chuckwick Lodge number fifty six, and we're also on podcast. So tell everybody how we can get pod how they can get podcast. Oh, yeah. So you'll go to um, actually just go to uh, Google type Porter County Buzz and you will find us. We're on all the all the different podcast forms. We're on iTunes. Um, we have our own. And so pretty much anything that you use for podcasts, you should be able to find us on Porter County Buzz. And if you can't message us because I'll get us added to it. OK, that sounds good. And uh, we're on Hulu, too. Yeah. <laughs> And uh, oh wow, that's cool! And uh, yeah, it's PC Buzz One Hundred Three at yahoo.com. Uh, let us know, and uh, hopefully we'll have a, a guest on next week and um, get some cool stuff. So uh, yeah, but fun. anyways, uh, yeah. So your your Christmas lights were were a big hit. That was good. Yeah, and you know, uh, like I said, we're we're getting it down now. We're expecting the storm coming tonight. Um, Cause I'm really worried once what, what'll happen is if, if that ground freezes, some of this stuff will freeze into the ground and you can't get it out without damaging it. So then it becomes a yard, a yard ornament for the next two months until it melts. And then I feel foolish. So I got to get it down as soon as possible. <laughs> yeah. Okay. All my other neighbors already have all their stuff down. I was like, <laughs> what the heck guys? 
And, and you've got a little army to help you too. Well, although, you know, now when we're done with the broadcast, you'll be able to go out and uh, and help yeah. them some more. So you're you're gonna go know, off my, and do my that. My anchor's hurting right now. Yeah. No, I'm joking. <laughs> I'll come up with a, an excuse. Yeah, you can yeah. do that, and I'm going to go ahead to a stormwater meeting. So Exciting. Yes. So, all right. Well, until next week, uh, this is uh, Porter County Buzz, and uh, one of your hosts, Greg Sims, the other host, Andy Bozek, and we will see you next week. Or Have a great you, week, everyone. Or you'll hear us next week. Yeah, take care, everybody. <laughs> all right, bye.